0: How the pandemic has affected our health.
1: Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals. But this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Hey guys, welcome to the Our Ketogenic Podcast. Hey guys. Uh, We are here going to talk about, it's been a year uh, since uh, COVID has really hit us here in the United States. Yeah. And uh, around the world, actually. Yes. And uh, looking back over the last year, how positive... Uh, uh, some things have changed uh, due to the uh, COVID uh, shutdown and the all the things that we've had to deal with, and then also some of the negative things. And then we're going to end uh, talking about some of the goals that uh, we should have uh, for our health. Uh, going forward, mm-hmm. and uh, letting the pandemic that has happened teach us some lessons, so that we can learn from these and improve the next time something right. like this happens.
0: And it's really amazing that it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Some ways it seems like it's been an ongoing mm-hmm. forever. In other ways, it actually seems like I can't believe it's been a year.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of times, uh, you know, even when we're at church, we talk to people, and uh, some people are are still concerned. Um, they still want to wear a mask. And uh, some people, they use the words, I'm over this. Right. And I think that there's a spectrum of people or across the line of people and uh, falling in different camps and some in the middle of that. And uh, that's some of the things that we're going to talk about. You know, how is it affected us? Right.
0: And it really has. I think that, of course, when it started, who would have thought we'd be a year from now still talking about having to deal with you know, worried about getting virus. Worried about getting. You know, should you get a vaccine? Should you not? So all those things, um, you don't realize how something can be such ongoing um, when you it just hits you out of the blue. So yeah, and we, then we if weren't you, ready for we weren't ready for it at all. No one, of course, I don't think anybody's ever ready for a pandemic.
1: No, but. and then I think like uh, uh, last year around this time, um, they were talking about a two week shutdown. Right. Two weeks.
0: It's two weeks. Let's see. What was it? Two weeks to slow the spread. Yeah. or something like that. Uh, as far we're as the to plateau get past um, Easter.
1: Because mm-hmm. so. I know we were big, We watched basketball, and it happened during you know when yeah. the SEC, SEC tournament, tournament and all the end of season tournaments were started. And now you look at this year and you know, it has affected the way we watch TV because it has affected the scheduling as right. far as games and things like that. So it has affected us in so many ways. It's hard to kind of narrow down as far as like how, um, how much of an impact it has had on us. Right,
0: yeah. So let's think about then some health ways, you know, looking back um, for those, whether you were healthy to begin mm-hmm. with, whether you were not healthy Of course, it's going to affect us physically,
1: emotionally, emotionally, Mm -hmm.
0: mentally, and spiritually. So let's Mm -hmm. just, you know, what were some of the first things that you're wanting to talk about?
1: Well, I think like uh, anxiety and social isolation. You know, we see that a lot. And a lot of people think, well, how does that do with keto and being healthy? You know, when you're socially isolated, you know, there's so many things I think that happen um, we start doing uh, things differently because we're not in the same routine. And if you look at it from a uh, from your body standpoint, when I think when you have a lot more of the anxiety, um, you have more uh, different changes in your hormones, like cortisol, and they spike up, and it's a stress hormone, and that leads to like problems with sugar. Uh, with, um, you know, blood glucose. Uh, and those are those are the things that we've talked about in the past, and yet we try to control with a ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, with uh, the anxiety, even before COVID, we knew that uh, the ketogenic diet can help with anxiety because it helps stabilizes your blood sugar. You don't have those spikes going up and down. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times uh, through this last year, there's been a lot of people who have had issues with weight gain, with more anxiety because the social isolation um, and the anxiety has led to different eating patterns.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, um, you know you don't even realize it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. You know you you don't realize you know the anxiety. You think, well, I can't go visit my parents or even the parents, like my parents, your mm-hmm. parents. You know who are older, and of course, we you know made them stay in. You know, get groceries for them. Don't get out. Mm-hmm um you don't realize how that's really affecting you even if you don't necessarily sit around and just worry about mm-hmm. it um just the toll it takes on you physically from being in a mm-hmm. mental state of you know stress state
1: well then you know you think about well if you're stressed then you're talking about you know disrupting sleep patterns right and if you're disrupting sleep patterns you know that can cause a downward spiral of your health as well because it affects your hormones mm-hmm. the way they are supposed to uh, work your body's repairing itself uh, during during when you're sleeping so you know even with the social anxiety and uh, uh, social isolation and anxiety it can lead to a lot of uh, uh, compounding problems mm-hmm. as you go on
0: and i would guess there's a lot of people no matter what your age if you have been home, whether you were, you know, got, you know, couldn't go back to work, whatever the reason was, either your work was shut down, start working mm-hmm. from home, kids being at home, I would say a lot of people have got, you know, it's almost like your days and nights mixed up. I'd mm-hmm. say a lot of people, especially if you have a tendency to be a night owl, mm-hmm. it's so, um, it would probably be easy to just get off a sleep schedule mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Because you are, you know, staying up later watching, you know, shows or, you know, trying to take your mind off that you're not, you know, so that you don't get worried mm-hmm. or you're watching um, maybe the news, you know, or something right. like that. So mm-hmm. I'd say a lot of people have, you know, just gotten out of a habit of having a good sleep schedule right. to begin with.
1: Well, the circadian rhythm is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, uh, there's a reason why... You know, we go to bed at, at, you know, in in previous times when it got dark and we got up when it was light time, mm-hmm. because so many different things happen on a rhythmic basis through your body, and you disrupt that, and, and, you know, it just causes havoc on your system. Well, and, and then,
0: I was going to say, sorry to interrupt, but then just maybe start thinking, you know, the, the lights. You know, everybody's watching mm-hmm. their, on their tablets and their mm-hmm. phones and their yeah. computers with all of the the blue light that is well into the evening, mm-hmm. And that's disrupting yep. their sleep and all kinds of things. So there's a lot to just, you know, the stress right. affecting your stress.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot with it. And then that kind of leads us into weight gain. You know, I've read some articles that the average weight gain uh, has been 29 pounds.
0: 29 pounds that, 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 that average.
1: Was, yeah, that's that surprised me. You know, I've noticed some people have gained weight through the time. And um, a lot of it um, is they were saying it's like the freshman 15, like right. when you go to college, you know you change your routine and you gain weight without really realizing it. Right. And I think with the COVID as well, um, there's been average of I think uh, read the article was like of people exercising less now. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of that has to do with all the gyms being closed. That's true. They didn't uh, have the gyms open. People didn't have the access to them. Right. And uh, people were afraid to get out. Uh, You know, even if the gyms were open, uh, they were afraid to get out and uh, do things. But, you know, with exercise, this one of the things we'll talk about later on, too, is, you know, just because you have something happen, you know, sometimes if you really want something to do something, you'll find a way. Right. So, you know, that's kind of things that we're going to talk about at the end.
0: But I'd say a lot of people that, you know, weight gain, you probably, I'd say a lot of people, you know, what, uh, people go back to what's comforting, you know, let's Mm -hmm. just, you know, eat comforting food. So they probably, you know, brought in things to their home and maybe, you know, being home, you know, they may have even had like, you know, chips or cookies or Mm -hmm. things that are in their home, you know, easy access to or probably, you know, some people love to cook whenever they're stressed. And, the, you know, if they're home and they're cooking for their family, a lot of people, I would say that would be very easy to, you know, if you're home all the time, cooking for your family, you know, everybody, you know, for comfort, right. you know, wants to eat. So that-, but
1: that leads into my next stat that I had was 68% of people admitted to eating or snacking more. Right. Now, I know, like for me, if I'm at work during the day, I don't snack. Because I'm working, I'm, yeah. I'm doing things. Sunday, after church, right. sitting around. I mean, I'm. I go to the cabinet almost <laughs> all day long trying to find And he'll go something. to the
0: cabinet looking for something. We we try our best not to keep stuff, you know. Because I would server. eat it. Right. So he'll go and he'll open up the cabinet. And then, you know, he'll close it back, and then you know go back, and then he comes back and looks, and I'm like, <laughs> there's nothing that's grown in there uh-huh. since, so you know, the 15 minutes yeah. that you've been gone, but it is it is easy to it do, is. just looking little It is, it's so things. easy,
1: and you know, you mentioned, it made me think about that, too, is like if you're used to working, and if mm-hmm. I came home and, and worked from home, like right. a lot of people did, yeah. I would be snacking almost all day long, right. because it's just a And even if it's, it's healthy, you know, yeah. as far as like
0: nuts or cheese or whatever, yeah. you still don't need to be snacking. Right.
1: So that's, that you know, that's important. And and as we talk about these things, maybe, you know, it can kind of like let you have some insight into yourself mm-hmm. as far as if you're doing these things. And then, like, if we're talking about snacking right here, you know, the way we prevent ourselves from snacking is not to have snacks at home. Right. So, you know, as you're, as you're listening and something uh, kind of like resonates with you, then you think about, okay, this this sounds like me. What do I need to do to change it? Mm -hmm. And that's what we really want to come out of this is, you know, kind of open our eyes up because everybody's routine, almost everybody's routine has changed in the last year. Right. So, you know, it's time to make that new routine.
0: Well, and that's the thing, you know, newsflash, it's been a year, (laughs) you know, so we have to now, you can't just keep doing it. You you can't just keep thinking, well, I'm just going to kind of live it up as far as Mm -hmm. eating whatever I Mm want to eat and just being, you know, well, it's a pandemic, you know. Okay. We've got to now start Okay, it's been a year. Yeah, and, and one of
1: the things that we have listed here is personal responsibility. Yeah. Is you have to kind of like okay, you have to take, you know, responsibility for your actions. Mm-hmm. And if these actions that you're doing is not getting you where you want to go, then we need to start thinking about changing some of the routines that right. you happen. Yeah. The other thing that we read about as well uh, is uh, more people are cooking at home.
0: Well, because restaurants weren't open. Restaurants and,
1: weren't yeah. open, and you kind of forced to. And you even, I always, my first thought was, hey, that's good. But then you said, well, depends on what it they're depends
0: cooking. Depends on what
1: they're cooking, yeah. We might as well talk before we went on here. But, you know, that's important. You know, are you using the correct oils? Right. You know, are you still using like vegetable oil, corn oil, things like that? Right. Even though you're cooking at home, you're not going to get the success as far as um, bettering your health as you would as if you just follow along with the plans that we have right. as far as the you know the ketogenic diet. So you know cooking at home can be good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you can learn to try different recipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you can try even now at restaurants are still they're opening up more now, mm-hmm. but you know probably still people are cooking more at home than than what right. they did two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other things is uh, something positive. I think was the vaccines coming out. Yeah. Uh, the vaccines, whether you think they are good or they're bad, and I think we still don't we're know. Still, for, we, don't we don't know one hundred percent.
0: I mean, just like with any vaccine, I mean, right. back, you know, or any worried,
1: medicines, like, any kind Anything. of medicine,
0: you really don't know until it's been around a while right. and see what's the positives and the negatives that come out of it.
1: But okay. one of the things I think was really eye-opening, and hopefully is eye-opening on a, on a national level, is, you know, usually vaccines take five years to at come least, out. Yeah. At least, And this was done in a year. Yeah. And the way... And of you, course,
0: they've been working on these type of vaccinations. Right, the,
1: the uh, yeah. RNA delivery. Yeah. but... But, you know, with uh, when President Trump was there, whether you like him or not, you know, he got the um, business world involved in it. Mm-hmm. and got the government out of the way a little bit. Right. And I think you got rid of some rid of some red tape and we can see how quickly we can we can develop things when there's a need to do it. Right. So I thought that was a really big positive. Again, whether the vaccines, whether you agree with them or not or whatever, that may you know, that's a different subject. But I think that the process of getting the vaccines to market were very important. And it's hopefully eye opening, not only just for this vaccine, but also for other medications Mm -hmm. and things like that, that um, that will be needed for us later on for different purposes. So I thought that was a positive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think another thing that we need to think about is not judging others. Right. Uh, and I think it goes back to a lot of the anxiety and the social isolation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're on there and you're, you talked about li- uh, listening to your iPads or your phones or whatever, the newscast, right. There's all, it seems like every newscast has an, a different angle or agenda right. that they're trying to promote. And, um, you know, some people are just more uh, frightened of, of certain things versus other people. Right. And so if
0: someone is okay with wearing a mask and someone's thinks, you know what, I, I don't really think that I need to wear a mask because I've been vaccinated or mm-hmm. I've already had COVID or, you know, whatever it is. We have to, we're in a society that everything that everybody does is such judgment and mm-hmm. such um, anxiety and criticism. And if you don't believe exactly what I believe, then you're just terrible. And I mean, I think we've got to get over mm-hmm. this. If we are going to come out as a country for the better from, this pan- from, from the pandemic, Moving forward, we are in the worst shape ever. This country is scaring me mm-hmm. as far as people being so just rude and judgmental towards everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we are. We can say what we believe. Right. We are in the United States. We are in a free country. If you don't agree, that is perfectly mm-hmm. your... It's okay. You don't right. have to agree with us. Mm-hmm. But we can say what we believe, mm-hmm. and you can say what you believe, and we can get along with each other. Can you even imagine that? Yeah. I don't have to be hurt and offended bec- by what you say. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to agree with you. I can listen and be respectful. It should not have to come down to the cancel culture. It shouldn't have to come down to... Um, just being so mad and upset and going on a rant on, you know, social media. We just need to say, okay, if you want to wear a mask and you feel more comfortable, wear it. If you don't want to go out, if you don't think there should be sporting events and people being there mm-hmm. without a mask on, great. But don't go. Yeah. Don't worry about if someone else, don't worry about it. Then
1: well, I it's thought that was, kind of that was interesting because uh, I listened to a uh, uh, article. Um, It was on a podcast. I can't remember where it was. But uh, there was an economist who was talking about, you know, at this point going forward, you know, what can we expect? And one of the things they were talking about is, like, should a family go on vacation this summer? Right. And it was an economist, and uh, she said that it was about the same as a vaccinated elderly person versus a non-vaccinated child. And we'll Mm -hmm. talk about how viruses act different in a second. But she got, like, I mean, on social media, she was just, like, trampled as far as, like, what's an economist, you know, right. saying things for. But what they didn't know is what she did was uh, predicting uh, decisions as far as, like, on health care on how it's going to affect things later on. Right. So she was talking within her field of an economist trying to predict, you know, right. how she predicts things. And this is what she was talking about. because. Mm-hmm. That kind of leads into my next talk is, you know, not all viruses act the same. Right. I mean, like with the uh, flu virus that we get every year versus the uh, COVID virus, they're different. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about it, the flu virus, when it gets into a school, it spreads everywhere through kids and kids get sick. COVID virus is not like that. Right. You know, it's different. The Scientists don't know exactly why that is. They think it has to do with the ACE2 inhibitor in your lungs, and we've talked about that in, when COVID first started. But they don't know what the difference is. So we, we're learning that just because one virus acts one way, another virus that comes along may act totally different. Right. So like with this right here, with with kids, you know, that's one reason why, you know, a lot of people are saying kids can go back to school Mm -hmm. is because, especially if their teachers are vaccinated, because they just don't spread it and they don't get sick. It's Mm -hmm. like less than 1% or something like that of the people who have problems with COVID are under the age, I think it's 12. I can't remember the numbers, but uh, kids just act different Mm -hmm. uh, with this virus. So, you know, you know, people want to follow the science. They really need to follow the science if right. they're going to follow the science, because this is what the what, this is what it's the showing. Science is showing, yeah. So I think that's an important uh, thing to remember, not just for this virus, but for the next virus that we can't assume, right.
0: and there will be a next one. Oh, I yeah, mean, there especially is. right now with, um, we just need to be ready. You know, and think how we can prepare our bodies and prepare you know, our minds.
1: And that and kind of leads us into our
0: goals. Our goals, yeah.
1: Uh what should right now we've been a year uh, we've learned some different things how it affects our anxiety with the uh, social isolation you know cooking more at home you know getting trying to be more healthy with that trying to actually watch our snacking because we're I, we're bored because mm-hmm. that's what i do on sundays mm-hmm. but really what we need to think about is okay from this point forward What do we need to do? Mm -hmm. And this is where I think the ketogenic diet really does help uh, prepare you for the next pandemic that's going to come. You know, that pandemic may be next year. It may be five years from now. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the people who get sick, if you look at the people who have more complications from uh, COVID now, Everybody can always point out to some 30-year-old right, a, yeah. a healthy appearing person. There's
0: always an outlier. There's that always has that.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. but if you look at the if you look at the numbers most people who get sick from this usually have some kind of underlying uh, metabolic uh, problem. Mm-hmm. And one of the one I think one of the main main things is being overweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, weight does have an issue. And it's not necessarily the weight, you know, the extra tissue, even though it does play a part. That's just a symptom of an underlying problem. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have, uh, if you don't have a lot of excess weight, um, now we, I guess we could stop and talk about, you know, people who are, you know, skinny fat that have right. problems Still, there. Right. But if you look at that, if you just wanted to cross the border, if you're if you're overweight, that puts you at high risk. Mm-hmm. And even with the vaccines right now, the studies that they're showing is the people who are overweight or not metabolically sound aren't getting the immune response as someone who is more healthy. Mm -hmm. And I know we've experienced this is when people get a vaccine right now, when we got ours, uh, you know, we were sick the next day. The yeah. second dose, yeah. yeah. second dose. We were, we, it was like
0: we were full-blown.
1: Flu. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So, you know, that's and actually. It just
0: lasted a day. Yeah,
1: so. so we were done with that. But that may be a sign that, you know, not 100%, but maybe sign that, you know, you're a healthy. Good remun- yeah. immune good, response. Yeah, you got a good rem- immune response.
0: And then there's some people who, maybe they're older, mm-hmm. that they didn't really feel like they, anything, they right. didn't have any response. I've had that so, a lot. Yeah. So, of course, like. You don't want to scare, you know. Your right. parents like, well,
1: maybe, and it maybe has something to do with the age. Exactly. We yeah. just we just we don't, don't know because this is a new vaccine. That's yeah. why a lot of times I think it's funny people come in and, and they want they want to know, uh, okay, it, I have this problem or you know, if my risk for this if I take the shot, I don't know how people can tell them with a hundred percent. No, that you know that they can tell you a hundred percent what the answer is because yeah. I don't think anybody knows. No, we can give our best you can go guess. The
0: clinical trials from you know from previous things mm-hmm. but you really are not going to know and nobody's going to know exactly how your body reacts to anything right. really that's where you also have to just trust the lord right. and when it comes to you know with the way that we think you you know because none of us know
1: no and then i think the other thing that we've learned from this going forward is the importance of like washing your hands
0: right i <laughs> mean it's just so <laughs> yeah. simple
1: you know if you look Sneezing at
0: into your elbow i mean yeah. going back to basic hygiene. cleanliness and hygiene and mm-hmm. manners. Yeah. When we were growing up, you know, you sneezed into your elbow, you coughed right. into your elbow, you... You uh, washed your hands. You yeah. know, you
1: didn't, you know, those are the things that you have to watch out for. If you've got a cold, you know, you don't go out and, you right. know, shake hands with everybody because you might, you know, spread something. Yeah. So wrapping this back up to, like, how how a ketogenic diet can help. You know, one of the main things that I think the ketogenic diet does is it decreases your inflammation? Uh, when you decrease your inflammation, I think that you have a better uh, immune response mm-hmm. uh, because you know if you have a lot of metabolic disease going on, and, and I haven't read this. This is just me thinking out loud. Is if you have a lot of things going on and your body's trying to fight, you know, a lot of uh, inflammation, a lot of free radicals, mm-hmm. it's harder to put an immune response into that because your body can only do so much at one time. So what we want to do is be able to have our body like at peak performance to fight anything in, that's foreign and invading our bodies mm-hmm. like a virus. You know, and if you really uh, just go by our principles of uh, healing diet to where you're getting rid of um, a lot of the uh, processed foods and a lot of the sugar mm-hmm. that causes the underlying inflammation, I think that can be a very good cornerstone of getting healthy, Right. Uh, sleeping well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's so important to sleep get well. off
0: your tablets at night. Get, yeah. You know, try to get your... And I know you can't just say, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to sleep, you know, or... Because, you know, you can't make yourself sleep. But if you can do things to To avoid, Mm -hmm. yeah, to promote and avoid some of the bad things, like Mm -hmm. being off your, I know it helps me to get off my phone or tablet. Sometimes it's so easy just to start reading, especially if he's sitting there watching a ball game. Yeah. And then I start, you know, scrolling or something. Then I realize, oh, it's past 9 o'clock. You know, so. And so, I mean, we we struggle with it too sometimes. Which we do have the blocking Glasses, right. the and I don't know how much they work or not. I just think, well, you know, you turn down your phone, the mm-hmm. light and stuff. But I think it's really better if you just get off of yeah, it. Yep,
1: I think so. Not only with your light, but yeah. just your and mental. And just to try to help, yeah, your relax. mental,
0: yeah, your sleep.
1: And then uh, the other thing is exercise. Yes, I think exercise helps. Uh, it primes your body. And then lastly, prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so much when we're we started off this talk with anxiety and social isolation and things like that you know that puts you in a uh, sympathetic mode and uh, what i mean by that is sympathetic is where you're you're it's kind of like your uh, fight or flight you know you're always stressed out you're ready to go like a bear is chasing you you know we just, we need, we need to spend more time in the parasympathetic mode and that's more of the rest and relaxation and if you can spend time in prayer and know that you know um, that we shouldn't fear things because God tells us not to fear things. Mm-hmm. That He's in control. That God he, is already yeah He, he already knows. It. He
0: knows about the pandemic. You so, know when it's going to end, when everything. He's already there, and it's easy sometimes to say, "Don't worry." Right. It's easy sometimes to say, "Don't have anxiety," but when you truly, you know, realize and put your trust and faith into Christ, and realize that He holds your future right. he he knows everything and when you put your faith in him then you truly are just trusting that he knows what's best no matter mm-hmm. what's going to happen he is there and you know that he is our hope in you know for the future so um you know just for us we don't want to say just prayer you know to whoever we want to say prayer to christ who um, is yeah who is the maker yes
1: so it goes back to our four pillars of health: yeah. a healing diet, which we think a ketogenic diet really does. Um, you know, start someone off on the right track uh, as far as a healing diet. You need to get your sleep. Uh, you need to exercise, and you need to pray. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we want to boil down, you know, w- what the COVID. Uh, pandemic mm-hmm. has how's done, it affected our health how's mm-hmm. it affected our health and what we can do about it. Those are the four four simple things that you can do. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes it's harder said than done. We realize that. And, uh, you know, we're here to help in any way that you need help. Um, you can, uh, you know, check out you know previous um, podcasts that we had mm-hmm. and see how uh, how we do a healing diet with fasting and, and all that is concerned. But I think if you just incorporate those four things into your health into your life, uh, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be ready more ready than maybe you were this time uh, right. for the for this mm-hmm. pandemic.
0: And I like to just say, um, just kind of back a little bit. The um, I was just thinking about the like parents and grandparents for kids that are, have been at home going through, um, you know, we've had a lot of kids that, you know, they have not got COVID and sick from COVID most of them, but a lot of them are mentally stressed. Mm -hmm. And there's been, we should have looked up the rate of suicide that has been on kids Mm -hmm. this last year. And maybe we can get that um, and then do that for next time. But um, it is just astronomical. The mental strain for kids mm-hmm. um, you know one being at home and they're not used to being at home this could have been like they're only like a lot of them maybe maybe there's you know lack of food some of these people maybe do overeat but some kids maybe have not been able to eat it's true um, you know I know in our school system thankfully we have a wonderful um, public school system where our kids uh, were the school buses delivered lunches, even through summer, mm-hmm. they got delivered lunches. Um, make sure they get something. Make TV. sure they've got something. We have a wonderful school system. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people are not so blessed to have that. Right. And um, a lot of the kids, you know, being on more on social media, maybe getting bullied, maybe um, so exposed, there's a, to things. exposed to things that they should not mm-hmm. be exposed to. Um, So, you know, we want to encourage if you are a parent or grandparent and you don't know how to handle your child, if you're not sure about something or, you know, of a niece or a nephew and you just want, you know, to reach out to somebody, you know, feel free to reach out that we might can, you know, offer you some advice, um, you know, some things that maybe, you know, you could do to kind of help um, your kids and grandkids Mm -hmm. to not. I know we're hopefully towards the end of this, but this is still going to be ramifications from this with our kids for years to come. Mm -hmm. So we want to try to change that as well. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to make sure, because I I know that we should have thought about that study for the suicides, because the kids have really suffered as well. Mm -hmm. All all of us have suffered. Right. So, But, okay, so we are still in our um, catechism book. And quickly, we are, last week, our... um, Verse our catechism question was who is God and it's God is a spirit and does not have a body like men to this week is where is God and God is everywhere now that is that that does not mean that God is it doesn't mean pantheism it doesn't mean that God is the universe God is God created everything Mm -hmm. and he is everywhere that he desires to be He's not. He's not a tree. He's not a building. He's not a creature. He is the creator, the God of the universe. Um, so I don't want you to think. You know, a lot of people get into this pantheism thing that you know I see God in this and I see God in that. God created it. That He is not a tree. You know, or He's or a, he, or yeah. a golf course. Right. He is everywhere, <laughs> yeah. but He is not. Um, it's not the pantheistic universalist. Right. Uh, God, that a lot of people want to think about. So, anyway,
1: Uh, we would really appreciate if you guys uh, had some things the way that COVID has affected you Mm -hmm. this last year. If you could let us know, Uh, it's always interesting to see what other people's take is on this, you know, and their personal uh, experience with this. So, if you have anything that we didn't cover or if something resonated with you, please reach out. Again, always, uh, you know, uh, like our podcast if you Mm -hmm. would and share it. Uh, liking and sharing it really does help us uh, know whatever episode that we had kind of like spoke to a lot of people so you know just reach out to us Uh, we would uh, love any kind of feedback good or bad so that we can serve you guys better all right guys remember be fit and be faithful This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes. As the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.